This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Do you remember that uh, guy that used to dress up as uh, an opera singer and sing Can't Take My Eyes Off You? Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy scored. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carlos. And I'm Peter. That was the summer break, nearly over. We've got, what is it now? What day is it? Uh, 17 days, is it, till the... Uh, the Too long. Too long? Oh, you're raring to go, are you? Too long to wait, yes. Get it going. Really? That means that means that means Miss Mrs. Remnant is trying to get him to do jobs. Do you think that's what it could be? Of course it is. It could, the, em- it the emphasis on the word trying. Doing a lot of heavy <laughs> <effort>. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's where should we start? Where sh- where shall we start? Shall we start with recruitment? That seems to be a hot topic. That's a hot topic. That's, yeah, that's, that's a let's, hot one. Should we dive straight into? Let's recruit- dive straight into that cesspool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clear, clear the leaves. I'm jumping in. Underwhelmed, I think is probably the word. Um, I, I don't know if you've noticed that Cucho Hernandez has scored three goals now in the MLS. One of them was an absolute cracker that he, he put in, I think it was yesterday. Where where does all this uh, homegrown players thing start and end? Because I'm not sure I understand it. There is very little sense if we if we look at it in terms of getting rid of Cucho. And then saying we're replacing them with Bio and now only over the last couple of days signed uh, Ray Menage, I think is how we're pronouncing it, who are also non-homegrown players. So it really comes down to the fact that we could get 10 million or so for for Cucho. He wanted to go. He lives in Colombia. Columbus sounds a bit like Colombia. It's definitely an awful lot closer in terms of time timelines, etc. I mean, look. Cucho was with us for what, four years, three years out on loan. We had him for a year. He scores great goals, which is why that 
goal he scored yesterday for for Columbus Crew is is like a replay of the Aston Villa goal. It was his it was his party piece. He would get the ball and he would hit that ball and he hits it incredibly well. But was he? As I've said before, he was a scorer of great goals. Is he a great goal scorer? Or is he going to be the 20-year season man? We don't know. He may have been in the in the championship. He didn't want to play. He didn't want to stay. So off he's gone. The question is, what should we be doing with the cash that we've got for do, him? Do you think it's a little bit that they're, they're also waiting to pan out how Saar and Dennis and, and a few others are... You know that's still lurking around. Is that not going to have a you know an emphasis on who comes in? Because I know we're being heavily linked with um, Adam Armstrong over at Southampton, but for a loan deal. But I just I just wonder if it's you know waiting for the Premier League to kind of sort their players out, us to kind of move a few on, and that that's why it's all sort of slowed up a little bit. I think I think it's a bit of both of those. I think it's the fact that. Premier League teams will be running the rule over everybody deciding who's in what form, who's included, um, and also what you know who they're bringing in before mm. they're going to decide who's surplus to requirements. So I think Adam Armstrong has been mentioned. There's also um, uh, Archer, the lad at uh, Aston Villa, Villa who, yeah. who we've been talking about literally since the final whistle of last season almost because he'd done very well at Preston. I think he'd, he got something like 12 in 21, something like that. Uh, but he looks very good. But um, uh, Gerard apparently wanted to keep him in, have his full pre-season with him or as much as he could see to decide whether or not he was going to let him go or stay. So I think a lot of people are playing, you know, kind of uh, playing it through to the last minute. I, I was reminded because I was chatting to a, to an old friend of mine that when the Potsos first came in, and of course they bought in a whole host of loan players, but it took them actually quite a, well, not a long time, but it was, we were only about, you know, kind of what, a week away from the start of the season. By the time we'd got Zola in and 34 recruits from all over the world, we were going, oh my God, what's the, what's the nature of this? So there are circumstances, as we've said, Premier League people waiting other deals kind of waiting to come through potentially that we have to wait for. Is it ideal? By no means. Would a coach want to have his the, the bulk of his squad in place before going away to Austria as they did? Absolutely. Because mm. that's when you're trying to get the pattern and all sorts of things sorted out. But it's just not the case. It's just not always feasible. And we are now eating at the second tier table. We have to wait for the great and the good of the premiership to decide who we can have either on loan or or potentially, if we do shift a Dennis or we do shift uh, a Sar, who we might either get as, I don't know, part of a swap deal or who those monies might enable us to bring in full time. Because I remember when Preston were talking about trying to get Archer from Villa, Gerard's first comment was get your checkbook out because it's not going to be on loan. Mm. So who knows? We still we basically have to wait. And I appreciate that, um, you know, <coughs> the Uncle Rons of this world are going to be kicking and screaming all the way and saying, well, look, you know, there's more than one of them. There's more than one Uncle Ron kicking. Well, no, there, was, there was a plural <laughs> no. there, yeah. In, in fairness, in fairness, on occasions it feels like it, but no, there is only one. But but his comment about look, I'm being proved right. The, you know, the the challenge is there. The Potsos have got to try to do something in terms of the recruitment, not bust the bank, not not go mental about it. But we've had two very underwhelming, you know, kind of forwards brought in. You know, listening to the from the rookery end, excellent interview with Troy Deeney. His his comments were. You know, and this was this was a week ago, 
who are you going to build it around? Where's your captain? Where's your dominant midfield player? And he even called out and said, you know, Cabaselli, you know, is a year older. Who are we going to bring in? We do have, you know, at the back, Sierra and we have Pollock, who are, you know, good and young, and there's, there's things in there. But we definitely need something for midfield. We definitely need, I would suggest, something for right wing back. You know, we we didn't go and get the lad um, from Rob Edwards' previous club, uh, Kane Wilson from Forest Green Rovers. He's gone to Bristol City to a wailing of gnashing of teeth from uh, from certain people in Florida. Hello, Ron. Um, <laughs> and, and, he's, and Ron is absolutely right when he turns around and says, we have missed a lot of the good players who were on free transfers. Free transfers normally means expensive wages in fairness, in, in balance to it. But he's not wrong. A lot of the players, especially the guys who've gone to, uh, to, to West Brom, have been players who you go, they could have been that sort of dominant style midfielder that we're, that we're missing. So I think we, I think we need, uh, we need to see some recruitment before that start of that season. And the sooner the better. The Twitter spaces that, that we did, and what was really interesting was uh, Sam Uko came on, and I said, how are you with everything? And he was really balanced. He was saying, he's got, there's a balanced anxiety. I can be calm, but I can still be worried at the same time, you know. And I did, I did turn to Uncle Ron and say, what have you done to Sam? You've broken his positivity, but it's because he can see the squad. We can all see the squad. We can all see, obviously, the results against Bolton and against Cambridge, and and the performance against Panathinaikos, which most, which a lot of people saw, was far more encouraging, if still equally worrying. I, I'm but, not so, going to read a lot into the results, though, for for preseason. I, I mean, I remember last season, season before, we were beating everyone. In pre-season, last and season was a... dreadful, mate. Last season was terrible. Didn't we lose to yeah Stevenage? Or Stevenage, yeah, or Drew Stevenage, but it might be the season before. You know, we beat everyone. We we still had a shit season. Just just going into uh, Ray Minaj, um, someone uh, sent us a question they would like us to to talk through, or a point they'd like us to talk through. Should we Ooh. give one of the new strikers, e.g., Ray Minaj? The number nine shirt. Yes, it's been worn by arguably the most important Watford player of all time in terms of the successful journey over the last decade, but it can give him confidence and he looks like a confidence player. I don't know whether he looks like a confidence player or not, but we do need a number nine. Yeah, I don't know, but we need a number nine, don't we? I guess someone's got to wear a number nine shirt. Yeah, give it to him. I don't really care. I mean, I mean, there's a lot made about it that... It was obviously Troy Deeney's and he was our captain and, and so forth. So I, I see that that side of it. I, I think to, to sum that question up, what we need is leaders on the pitch. We definitely need a leader on the pitch. Who Captain next season? Anybody Anybody got any shouts on that? Dan Goslin, maybe, Tom Cleverley. Yeah, know. that's difficult. There isn't a natural kind of leader that pops out of the blue and offers yeah, themselves exactly. up on this one, is there, really? It's kind of... I mean, we took a gamble last year with Sissoko, possibly mm. the worst captain I've ever seen. I, I just wasn't a leader, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do himself any favours with the old... Well, probably wasn't him, actually, was it? With the message in the programme of, let's <laughs> galvanise everyone. And it was no, the no, worst no. fecking performance I've ever <laughs> yes. seen, but... It wasn't. Yeah, I, ju- I just think there's a, there's a lack of leadership in that in that squad, and that's a that's a big worry. And something that we touched on really early on um, when we did uh, a spaces or about getting our business done quickly, mm-hmm. uh, as quickly as possible, and getting you know the, the right players in, and probably to, we haven't at the moment. And and I think that's that's where we really need to focus. That midfield for, for me is is a big one, and hopefully somebody that can come in and 
and really run it for us. Yeah, I'd suggest we don't have the captain that we want inside the club. If you were going just on a natural captain's ability and leader of men, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but William Truster Kong is, you know, somebody with experience. Yeah. He he absolutely, I think, is captain material off the pitch. If he could eradicate those those individual errors, uh, then, then you you would have a player on on your hands. Uh, until that happens, I. I I can't. I can't see that. It'd be interesting to see whether or not Rob Edwards is able to get a tune out of him and a level of confidence and and removal of errors from him and the whole of the backline. Because if anybody saw the the couple of goals given away against uh, Bolton, the, the the camera shot was was behind the goal, so it wasn't the greatest. But one was uh, one was you know basically the ball played over over the back of the wing backs and and both of them were trying to either have the centre back completely out of position in the second goal case but in the first one it was over the top and it was truced he kind of he kind of gave a pass to Backman it wasn't the greatest um, he kind of stubbed it a little bit to him but then Backman made an absolute cods of, of clearing it out to somebody else and these these individual one-on-one errors have to be or, or individual errors just have to be removed from the from the squad because it doesn't matter how well we played and by all accounts in the second half we should have created you know we created opportunities but didn't take them the individual errors will kill us every single time there has to be uh, an attitude at the back and in the defensive midfield of what if what if we give the ball away here what if he gets away how do i and they think about defending the space in behind because both goals we were we were pushed so far up they had loads of space and this is bolton this is bolton we're talking about this is not chelsea this is not liverpool this is not mo salah tearing us apart we we have to get that right but you know let's face it rob edwards has to work with what he's got at the moment um and he has to you know kind of drill that into them over and over and over again so uh he's still got time the results aren't everything if he gets them to understand what they've basically got to do in those positions then hopefully the time is well spent there's been a lot of backbone in uh pre-season mm. haven't seen a lot of Akoya yet it's a bit weird because I thought Backman was probably not going to be number one this season yeah, he played second half against Bolton didn't he so he's played 45 yeah. minutes out of the whatever it is that we've yeah but then he you know from from uh the goalkeeping coach or Rob Edwards they might be thinking to themselves he's number one we we know he's number one but do we have Batman as a you know who can really push him? Do, you know, is it worth having a look at him and Pontus, who's still there as well? Oh yeah, before uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Akoya yeah, start, uh, started against Cambridge, and then Batman has started the last two games, and they've kind of done a change at halftime either either side. I mean, they're both getting forty five. You've got to rotate it one way or t'other. I don't think we can read too much into who's first and who's second at the moment, other than the fact that if you've just gone and spent close to five million pounds bringing in Akoya. You're not going to leave him on the bench, really. This is Robbie from AFTV, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, and I can confirm it's brilliant. We have got some other questions that have come in from from people as well. I I intend to go left field at this point, and and a little bit of light light relief. Lawrence (laughs) Bassini, um, talking of (laughs) relief... Um, what is he up to at the moment? Uh, I mean, it's been a hell of a week for him, I would suggest. So he, he seems to like ringing up talk sport and annoying the, the hosts is one thing he seems to like doing. Um, Jim White, normally a fairly patient man, seems to be sort of putting his head in his hands in frustration every time he rings up. You can't get an answer out of him. Is he going to be the new owner of Birmingham? Is he not? And then the most bizarre video was doing the rounds on social media Sunday morning. <laughs> Thank you for sending that to me, Peter. I'm 
really glad I opened that. Some, some uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it, action going on with Lawrence Bassini and, uh, and a third party. Feeding the pony. Yes. Um, I, I style, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gang down stuff. That's career, isn't it? That's rough. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just peculiar. But on on at the end of that, it do, it doesn't stop there. Someone got a hold of Lawrence Bassini's mobile phone number and then rang him up and pretended to be from Bangkok Police or something and basically sort of you know humiliate him further. And uh, and obviously that number's out there now because it was shown quite prominently on a on, on a screen so I imagine he's getting all kinds of phone calls and things at the moment so when we look back I'll be glad now that he's no longer associated with Watford I, I think we are oh, aren't yeah. we? I think we're happy yeah. with the Pozzos he's, he's bonkers the guy is bonkers he should not be anywhere near a f- football in any shape or form hmm. um, how or if that's happening is well, it's a joke, and I, I really do feel for Birmingham City have got enough problems on their hands in the sense of what's gone on prior to that with their stadium and, and finances. So they they don't need well, you, they don't need that. Hanging you were around. saying that half of their stadium is falling apart or something. Is that right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's been condemned. It's that they got some building work done uh, maybe a couple of years ago now, and it's on the cheap, and it's it's failed. Uh, it's failed health and safety protocols, so they can't actually use the majority of their ground. I think Lawrence had better put his little helmet on. And um, <laughs> he's already done that. This has been building to that moment. Yeah, apologies for that. Apologies, apologies for that. Um, yeah, let's try and get him on the podcast. I say, I think that'd be an excellent interview. I think we should. I think we should. We should question him and his red helmet. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at him. I mean, we know he's not got money. We know he's uh, been bankrupt at least twice because he changed his name by changing a couple of Zs to yeah, Ss yeah, and what have yeah. you. We know exactly how great he was last time we were here. A safe keys, anybody. He's then gone after what Charlton. Well, yeah. they've they've had a roller coaster ride. The last thing you need is bloody Bassini walking in at that point. He then went after after Bolton Wanderers, who were you know in, in dire straits and were potentially looking at going the way of Berry um, at the time. Fortunately, they seem to have been saved. You know, in terms of that, he, he, the, the man is a is a narcissist. He's a self publicist. I mean, the, the the call that he made to Simon Jordan. Simon Jordan, by the way, my favourite ex uh, owner of Crystal Palace. It's obviously the only ex owner of Crystal Palace but at least he absolutely calls him out mm. um, and he basically rang in he was on the I think he was on a call for, or the video if you if you get, get a chance to take a look at it it lasts about seven minutes and at four minutes Jim White says Lawrence you told us what you, you know that you're going to tell us something really interesting do you, you want to tell us because he basically just sits there and goes I'm going to say this I'm going to say and then he proceeds to read through some kind of financial kind of credit statement <laughs> saying he's got no credit card debt the man is a loon it just oh, it just defies belief it all comes down to me playoff final 2013 everybody's you know we've we've been beaten by crystal palace not owned by simon jordan but by steve parish by this point and we're all on the train getting home or trying to get into wembley park stadium and the tweet that came through from lawrence bassini going ha 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 Mm. well Mm. what can you say the man's a and i'm glad he's not involved with watford anymore (laughs) i think we've done lawrence bassini perfectly there i don't think we need to anything more to that that's uh that's absolutely fine hi this is nigel gibbs and you're listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast another question then that's come through is uh from paul fianda turner quite an interesting uh oh oh, paul Paul, paul's tremendous paul paul was um uh, i asked who should go in the icon gallery 
and uh, and Paul wrote. I mean, not being daft, he didn't give up a single character on Twitter. He got everything in there. Mm. Lifetime achievement award for just a tweet. I like Paul. Carry on. Well, this is also, I, I reckon, sort of, you know, pushing the character limit here. Um, what can we do better as fans to unite the support? better i'm getting tired seeing all the trolling and deliberate negativity that's actually derailing the sensible questions we should be asking about our wonderful club i mean we had people going loopy over red shorts again so uh divisions within the, the fan base uh yeah. red red shorts notwithstanding because uh, i don't think we got an hour to, to, to discuss that. Personally, I don't no. care what colour our shorts are as long as we play well. So what can we do to um, well, to, to I, unite the, the fan base better? I, I would I would say it's fairly simple, and it's something called patience. Just having a little bit of patience with, with, with regards to what's going on. Um, we all know the situation that we're in with regards to the championship. We all knew that after relegation, there was going to be a big change. Um, and, and, and if we all think back to it, we all wanted change. There wasn't many people that I spoke to last season, season before, that went, "Yeah, everything's great. You know, just just leave things how they are. Don't you know the, the model? Everything works. So we've asked for something to happen. It's happening. We just have to get behind the players and and try and make it as pain, you know, as painless as possible. Because I I've got to be honest, I agree with him. I, I, the, the the negative negativity that comes out on social media is it's fucking draining now. I mean, I I, I you know I I love Uncle Ron. For, for what he is, the pantomime villain, but he's pissing me off lately. I'm going to mute you if you carry on. <laughs> he he has some very... I don't want to talk about Uncle Ron all night, obviously, but I think he has got some very strongly held beliefs he's not going to let go, and he's actually able to fire these particular bullets. From America. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I don't think it's, that... It's, it's a global game now. And, I get that. You know, any, anybody can watch there. I mean, we, yeah, we, we say it all the time, especially on the Twitter spaces, because it's actually, whatever your opinion is, it's your opinion. I understand what you mean in terms of the frequency... That, 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 that the same thing will come back Pozo's out. Pozo's out, mean, Pozo's out. Oh, it's fucking draining, honestly. Well, <laughs> no, I get that. But, you uh, you know, at the end of the day, you can you can choose to ignore it. You know, it's it's only a tweet. Okay, he's done that. I move on to the next one. It's just moving your eyes down to the next one. Yeah, and but then on. the next the next tweet's him again, saying the <laughs> yeah, same yeah, bloody but, thing. <laughs> no, it's not. He's asking about Pesetta. That's an entirely different. <laughs> oh, no, okay. No, but, but he does say Pozzo's out at the end of that, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, probably more than likely. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, but the thing is, right? Offense is something that can only be taken. Not right? offended. It's just no, boring. No, no. Well, yeah, but there, just, 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 just. Just blank him out. Just don't. Just don't worry about it. If that's what you don't think, you know, if somebody's opinion is that is that kind of boring you or winding you up, don't worry about it. It's I, not the opinion. It's I the think... pozo out. Just every time. Okay. okay. We having, right. Are we having a disagreement? No, 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 no. No, because again, it's your opinion, and that's what you want to say. That's the whole point of everything, surely. Yeah, I mean, actually, Neil Silverstein does actually sort of go on to say a similar sort of comment, but it was, um, how do we increase fan engagement and instill trust in the owners? I, I don't know. I mean, if they, I mean, the thing is, if they do what they say they're going to do, then then you trust them. And you know, there was this big kind of, we've learned our lessons, we're not doing that again. Blah 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 blah. It remains <laughs> to be seen. The transfer window is open till what the end of. August is it? August, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, we've still got six weeks or whatever until that's your squad for the next six months. So yeah, it, the, it remains to be seen. The thing is, with anything, with anything negative, and it's and it, it's absolutely not just just Uncle Ron. It's down to the club to prove that 
actually this is working. And your point about patience is absolutely spot on, because if we go back to um, the back end of last season and we asked for, for, for everybody to kind of let us know what were the five things they wanted. They wanted young players. They wanted a dynamic young manager and they wanted youth team being pushed through. Those were kind of three of the, you know, kind of, and you know, Ron included saying, get, get rid of the over thirties. Let's try and bring in some youth. So I think everybody's seeing from that hymn sheet. That's not something that just happens overnight. It takes a little time. It might take, you know, one, two, maybe three windows, you know, transfer windows to shift the people out that we want and to bring the others through. But also we don't quite, we haven't seen enough of the games to know whether or not, you know, Rob is seeing what he hopes to see. He should, I'm sure, have an opinion about what he wants. And I think he's indicated that he wants some other forward options. Um, it was interesting that Saar, having not gone out to Austria, was suddenly included in the second half against Bolton, had a couple of opportunities well saved by all accounts. I haven't seen the footage of, of those particular moments. So it's a it's a really interesting one there. But to come back to what can we do, I agree with what you're saying. Some patience in there, but I think patience with everybody else's opinion. Just let it ride, just let it, just let it wash over you. Don't worry about it. The the thing that the Potsos have to do in the long term is prove wrong wrong in whatever model they choose over whatever time scale they choose we we've already said you know it's 10 years now six years of which have been in in the premiership and we've had the uh, the fa cup final well that mirrors the graham taylor first 10 years yeah good point you know that's 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 you know and i'm not saying that i'm not saying it was the same roller coaster i'm not saying it was as good but if you look at that 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 10 years and he got us up from the forefront from the first there's all sorts of differences i appreciate people are probably shouting at their at their iphones as they're listening to this but they have they have given us something there they do warrant some trust but they also warrant some scrutiny some questioning and we do want some more transparency now interestingly i think over the last 2 months three months the transparency or the communication coming from the club has improved exponentially yeah, and we've got to help we've got to hope that that is part of a culture and it's ongoing really no to- so- totally agree totally agree but this this uh, message from simon fowl kind of touches on this a little bit uh, what we've just been talking about um, has social media and podcasts i suppose uh, easy there yeah. simon uh, redefined crisis compared to when you only talked watford to a few mates down the pub or at games would pre-seasons previously and he's saying 86 87 um, have mm-hmm. been viewed with panic if they happened now Good question. Uh, is it? Are we right. amplifying this by talking about it all the time and everybody putting their thoughts about it on social media? Mm, maybe, maybe it's out there. I guess, isn't it? You know, it's, it's widely available. And you know, back then, you know, Peter was saying before about um, you know things like teletext and stuff like that. You used to have to wait for schools. To come <laughs> you know, we haven't got. It's there. It's instant now. You know, it, the the Twitter space that we do after games. It's instant. It's it's there. So I, I guess it is amplified. 100% to, to what it was so yeah maybe for certain viewers of a certain age it, it probably does feel like there's people having meltdowns left right and centre because there's so much yeah. opinion and information around well it's like yeah. anything isn't it you know if there was no media you wouldn't know about it so you wouldn't but, know about it exactly now, yeah if yeah. You, you know you've only got to get a, you know go through Twitter and you go oh god yeah we, you're, he's right we haven't scored a goal you know our pre-season mm. has been terrible we, I haven't even really considered it or maybe it's just that people are reflecting what you think I don't know but uh, it's an interesting point I think yeah yeah definitely well the thing is everybody now got 
in their phone they've got an ability to broadcast on twitter they can come on spaces they can do anything you know the broadcasting previously was limited to newspapers tv radio and indeed teletext thank you for that i was enjoying the rosy glow of nostalgia <laughs> yeah um yeah. Uh, there but no so so you're absolutely right because there's more discussion and because there is more discussion there's going to be more positivity but there's also going to be more negativity and it depends on what you focus on really um you know from, well, from that side but i think but I think you're absolutely spot on, Simon. Absolutely. You say focus, though, but is is social media a barometer? Is it reflecting us, or are we reflecting it? If you see what I mean, is it, you know, are we pushing this onto the, the club? This kind of negativity, this kind of you know, oh, you're not good enough. No one's interested. No one looked interested last season. Or is it that we are actually sort of reflecting back on how they played and going actually have a crap? I don't know. I think I think I think last season was a question of they were crap. End of. I'm sorry. They were just you know, and anybody who's pointed out you know the number of defeats 15 out of 19 home games that that's poor that's crap we we know that that's crap so fine we can call that brilliant but here we are at the moment in this strange kind of limbo between seasons where it's all a phony war where games are played but the results don't really mean anything um the the, the point's been made about well how do you create a, a winning mentality well yeah you might want to do that ideally in pre-season but is it the main thing is it the priority point no, it's not. So I, I think, yeah, you know, there is an opportunity there for, for both positive and negative. And I think the whole idea about, as we were talking about earlier on, you can have a difference of opinion. You don't have to get wound up about it. It's just like, you know what? There's somebody who doesn't agree with me. Okay, I'll still get up tomorrow. And so will they, you know, it's just, yeah. we, we can relax. The one, the, the other thing, just to go back and turn around and say about what can we do to, to get behind everybody, but also take that positivity forward, um, would be another display by the 1881. You know, the the, the feel-good factor that came around a full Vicarage Road Stadium, partying away to Sir Elton John, coming out and saying he's going to get involved. All of that, you could, if you could have bottled that positivity, well, my God, let's have that's some of that. Let's have some of that before the game on the big screen. Yeah, sprinkle that on me before the game, yeah. Yeah, well, let's just have that. Just have that message before the games on the big screens or whatever, a montage or whatever. It's not, I don't suppose that's a particularly difficult thing to do. But you're right, though. It'd be good to have a, a good curtain raiser with a, you know, a banging crowd and, you know, lots of things, lots of positivity that, that you know, to get off to a good start or or whatever. And the, sorry, just, just, just one last thing on there. All of the, any of the negativity, negative points have been about saying, you've gone and got the manager, support him. Go and give him the squad that he needs to be successful. Go and give him something because we are, we have been very, very light in terms of what we've done. Go and help him. Nobody that I have seen has turned around. Well, although I think somebody did say that they'd seen something disparaging about Rob Edwards, which just seems crazy. Mm, um, but actually, it's in support of him. Nobody that I have seen has suggested, you know what? We, you know, after after four games and we lose, you know, we lose to Birmingham City, he should he should be be going that's the change we want to see we want to see stick with him support him get you know get behind him we do that we also need the club to do that and hopefully they are doing that because the honest truth is we don't know at this moment in time it would be great to hear somebody coming out and saying you know what we're working on on, on transfers just 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 can't Relax. don't worry about it sure. we'll get there well, well, we will get there prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy how does it work you pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. 
Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Here we go then. I'll ask both of you now then. Here now on this date, the 13th of July 2022, will Rob Edwards still be the manager at the end of the season? Yes. Peter? Yeah? Okay. All right. Yes. I think we're committed to a change of direction. You are witnesses at the new birth of Spinal Tap Mark II. I hope you enjoy our new direction. Yeah, I think I, I generally, I generally think just to back that up, if they cock it up in the sense of getting rid of him too quickly, we are in we are in a world of shit from all corners. You know, media because we sat managers like they're going out of fashion. We've then got the owners or Scott Duxbury coming out and saying we're changing. And then to go and undo that by overreacting to what's going to be a tough season. You know, there's, there's teams in that, that division who are buying really well. Yeah. We haven't, but we've got a hope that what we've got is, is good enough to compete. So, yeah, it's going to mm. be a... It's going to be an interesting one. I've just realised that neither of your answers count because it's actually the 14th today, not the 13th. But anyway, uh. um, <laughs> I've had a day slip somewhere there. Oh, well. Question in from Brian Edwards, which I think is a, a, an excellent question. Um, obviously, we spoke to Maduka Akoya uh, last week and we uh, nudged him into the ways of Derby days. Be prepared for that. Brian asks, what do we think the plan is for the visit of Luton, especially having a family stand situated ah. next to where the away fans are. Hashtag does Scott know? So I would imagine the police presence is going to be fairly substantial. Uh, hopefully a few more around the ground this time. The game has been moved, hasn't it, to the, the, yeah. the Sunday midday kickoff. I would imagine the statue's going to get boarded up. I, mm. You would hope it wouldn't have to be, but you I, think it probably will be. I was told today, because after that, that I saw that question and I thought I'd do a little bit of digging. The Because obviously we, when we spoke to Scott in our secret meeting, he, wasn't, he sort of came across shot that the family stand was next to the away supporters. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. we'll, get, we'll, we'll get around that. But what the plan is, as I understand it, is to basically, once everyone's in, however they get there, there will be a fenced-off area right down Vicarage Road blocking it off. So as the family stand come out, they'll actually turn left towards the hospital and out down that way. Same for the rookery, not coming up Occupation Road. Right. So everyone will head down and away from the ground. You'd hope they would stagger the departure. I mean, you know, everybody who's travelled away mm. at any point in the last 30 years will know the times when you just get kept in for 20 minutes yeah. to let the home fans disperse yeah, yeah. and get away. Yes, could there still be pockets? Yeah, there could. But the point is, is um, we were talking about this the other night, the the Leeds game in the Zola era where we lost kind of 3-2 in the last minute. Yeah. And they just they just let the Leeds fans out. And of course, just as we're coming out, because that was the game where we could have gone up automatically if we'd have beaten them and it all went completely tits up. But And the Leeds fans were there and they're giving it to everybody. And I was sitting there with my my lad who was, what, eight at the time? You know, and you, that's, not, that's not what you want. Hold, hold them back. Allow everybody to disperse and then and then let them out. And if, if they could if they could do that kind of containment kind of corridor that you just mentioned there, all the better. But do we think? I mean, I assume the statue is going to have to be boarded up. Yeah, be boarded up. Of course it will. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. And, and the shop, I would assume the shop won't be open. That'll all be boarded. You know, closed off. There'll be no pubs open in the town that day. It will be very much get in, get out. Well, I mean that's fair enough. If you you know if if a trouble element is going to be 
you know, they're not all trouble. Let's, let's be honest, they're not all trouble. There's, there's a, no, no, no. There's it's a few. It's like, like any club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I think it'd be more interesting when we go there. If I'm it's, well, it's, incidentally, we were talking about the numbers of away fans that they could have. Um, for some reason, probably because I was looking at stuff with Troy on the, uh, I get a lot of Birmingham feed stuff, and I think I think Birmingham have got Luton away first game, I, I presume, and it said that they had been allocated one thousand and twenty four tickets. That is not an awful lot of supporters that will be going to Luton if we're if that's the number we're that's, getting. That's AAA Watford supporters only then. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So we were discussing this when we met for a beer. So does that mean as a season ticket holder, I'm not automatically going to be able to get a ticket for Luton away? Absolutely, you're not. Yeah. You've got to, you'd have to yeah. be uh, AAA kind of AAA uh, AAA rated, mate. I'm a AAA uh, on rated the, on the away scale, which basically means you look had to have attended however many away games in the last there's, three, three, four years. You know, there's and ju- just to if you went to the Woking game in the FA Cup the season we got to the final, they are the only supporters that are AAA because they had to make that banding up to for that because allocation. Numbers, yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Wow. So not many people going to the away game then by the looks of things. But in theory then, if that's on a Sunday at midday, that should be on the hive, shouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. If it's not already televised as a main base, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right, okay. So you're not gonna lose out and, and, and miss the game kind of thing. This is Thomas Briskin and you are listening, do not scratch your eyes podcast. Okay, uh, another question in this is from Louis Texera. I hope I got your uh, name right there, Louis. Great question. Teixeira, I think it is. Okay, so you you, you speak Spanish, Pete? Or... No, that's Portuguese or, or Brazilian. Oh, thanks. I'll way, better there. Way there to are. make me look really ignorant. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Louis. That was just the look I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very pertinent. Something we've uh, discussed previously on uh, on our podcast and as someone who is experiencing as he gets older hearing loss um will they fix the audio for next season and bring back the halftime penalty shootout there definitely needs to be some entertainment pre-match and at halftime i'm afraid bringing out a quote unquote legend many of which probably don't fit the uh, the term legend to have an interview that you can't bloody hear really is not halftime entertainment i know they then use it on the socials or whatever afterwards but as a live event it's rubbish i'm all for bringing back some kind of half-time entertainment what do you think like to see dogs jumping through fire hoops your old school like mate that. that used to be fantastic i mean <laughs> people don't believe it people of a certain age don't believe that at half-time there were lighting hoops of fire men, and alsatians men and women which... entering the stadium via parachute yeah you know, stuff happened. like that, that Real, yeah, whilst on fire yeah exactly well i know that, that, that didn't stuff. happen but i'd like to see it yeah <laughs> Oh, Scott Tingley shooing him off. Get off my grass if you're going to be on fire. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, genuinely, there used to be some very good half-time entertainment. We're not talking Raksu uh, d- doing their thing, um, but oh. there, there has been times. Do you remember that uh, guy that used to dress up as uh, an opera singer and sing Can't Take My Eyes Off You? Uh, before a game, do, do you remember no. this? You don't remember this. What? It was only this was only. Was this in a dream? No, this would have been two thousand and three-ish Ray yeah. Lewington sort of time when we were really struggling with performances. You'd have Justin, yellow. Justin, Justin, have you been having a smoke? I'm now <laughs> doubting myself. Please, listeners, uh, if you remember this guy coming out as an opera singer and singing "Can't Take My Eyes Off You," this is only twenty years ago. I'm thinking. Used to play Yellow first of all by Coldplay, which is Coldplay. a yeah, dirge anyway. Uh, the only thing associated with Watford there is the word Yellow, awful song. And then this guy would come out and sing, "You're just too good to be true." Please don't tell me it's only me that remembers this. Please, people, don't remember it. If you don't listen, if you're, li- if you're listening to this podcast, please. <laughs> 
please tweet please us tweet us and say I remembered this guy <laughs> singing opera before a game. Thank you very much. Anybody that's got a picture would be even better. It would be even better. I think it was like the Go Compare guy or something, or it was supposed to be the Go Compare guy. Was he Hello, hello, is this Mike? Can you hear me? Was I'm he around t- then, the Go Compare guy? Yes. Oh, was look, he... Peter's laughing. You're questioning oh, me. I feel no, I'm going to go and have a bath or something. If, What's if going you, on? If you can help, you can write to us at uh, yeah. uh, helping Justin out. <laughs> <laughs> at no, no, so the thing is, you two are going to look silly when you get a slew of replies saying, yes, of course I remember this. Please, please make that happen. Of course we Please, please. Now I'm doubting did myself. You ever, did, you ever, did you ever go and watch Saracens play at Vicarage Road? I did not. I okay, did that's, once. I'm, I'm just making sure that yeah, you haven't got your. No, I'm telling you, this happened. Okay, please. I you. Oh, yeah, but now you're well, making go, me doubt myself. This going happened. back to the original point, one yes, sort out the uh, sort out the, the the bloody PA because it's it's crap. You mentioned the other day when we used to have song two blast out and they had that the was great speakers, when we scored a goal. The floor mounted speakers that would blast it up and it would create an atmosphere. Yes, okay, it's after the goal, you know, the goal scored, everybody feels a bit like that. But actually, if it's loud enough and if it's blur enough, that's good as far as I'm concerned. That we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. But the other thing is get definitely get the, the local kids on the pitch shooting at the goal. That's the most important thing. Give, yeah. give them a memory. Yeah. Or in obviously in Justin's case, you know, a dodgy memory that doesn't remember anything. Listen, but he he did he did miss his penalty as listen, well. Listen, I did, I did. And that's maybe what I'm blanking out here, but I'm sure there was an opera singer pre-match. Please, if you listeners back me up on this one. I hope there wasn't. It bloody was. <laughs> it was so everyone was like, why the fuck is this bloke doing this? It's dreadful. And he was singing it in a really bad voice as well. I, I'm sure I'm sure that anybody listening to this, this is like the Truman show where we all gang up against Justin. That's exactly Even if what you it do is. remember it, <laughs> yeah. just deny yeah, it. Just no. say, just say no, I don't remember no, it. Come yeah. on, be a pal. Otherwise, I'm going to check myself into, you know, Shenley because I'm definitely sure that happened. Do you remember the um, the the amputees coming on on the crutches and kicking the ball? <laughs> no, please don't, don't tell me I've made this up as well. What's please, this happened. Did, did this happen or not? Welcome <laughs> to the Patreon non-edited zone. <laughs> this happened. Please, does anybody else remember this? The amputees coming on on that. On... What? I don't remember. When? When was this? The same sort of era as the opera singer. No, there's no way an opera singer and people with missing limbs were on the pitch at the same time. These guys came on on crutches and they were kicking balls around. They were amputees and they were were getting around the pitch pretty quickly. It was a half-time thing. I'm beginning to think I support a different team to you two. A half-time show? Well, no, it was a a a half-time event then. A bit like the shootout, but they they decided they were going to bring the amputees. Please don't make me think I'm making this up. I, I'm now really beginning to sorry. think you've never been to a game or something, or or I've, oh, I don't know. I maybe, am I dreaming? Someone wake me I up. I would have remembered seeing that. Peter, do you remember this? <laughs> no. <laughs> did, did they at any time merge at this point? Did did the amputees become opera singers and then yeah. you became a sausage I'm, roll? I'm telling it you, sounds like it's got dreamlike qualities. You are a a, a, a musy, as you were called last night. So you used to pop the odd pill now. Never, no. Early too fast. Never, never. Oh my god! Listen, you are going to look so silly. I'm back, okay. back well, in myself we, on can this. Can we one. just add this to the pictures and information? Any amputees? Yeah. It was no. Let's, let's not. Let's not start asking I about amputees. I sit next amputees. to one, so it's fine. <laughs> no, that's true. I bet he remembers. I bet Jason remembers. <laughs> Shall well, I just text a kick him? I'll text him now. Text Jason I'll and say you to know, him. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll do it better than I'll. I'll quickly do. So this is a voice now. <gasps> Oh no! But just say, say to him, do you ever? Jason, do you remember amputees walking round the pitch in the early two thousands with crutches, possibly with crutches, possibly kicking a football? Halftime entertainment, allegedly. 
Right. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, I am gonna. We are gonna open this up to the other listeners as well. This has been a very strange podcast, if you don't mind. So I sent. I sent that. Right. Okay. Right. What do we do now? Wait for it. Is he? Is he writing? No, no. Or? We'll ca- we'll carry on. Okay. As soon as he comes. Yeah, he's, he's read it. Oh, he's listening to it because it's got two two oh, ticks. So any right. any time now, he'll come back to us. Right, okay. I'm gonna good. I'm gonna look silly now, but it, it good, did happen. Good luck. It happened. Okay. I'm sure of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so right, I can edit all this silence out. I'm. It's gonna have to go out. I have to say. <laughs> P.S. I'm in the middle of a podcast recording, so I do need you to hurry up and answer that. <laughs> This is flying by the sea. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is his answer. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Well, fuck me. (laughs) See, this happened. This happened. Okay. Oh man. Ask him if he remembers um, the opera singer. Okay. All right. Okay. This is too out. Right. Okay. So sorry. We're still on a podcast. Uh, Do you remember an opera singer at halftime? Can't take my eyes off you. He's singing. Can't take my eyes off you. Before the match, actually. But before the match. Sorry. Before the match. Right. I've said that. There you are. There were definitely guys on crutches. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not making this up. This is the sound of a midlife crisis. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It must be. <laughs> what was his words? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah absolutely uh, yeah, not. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, not much grey area in that statement. No, but no, I. Absolutely not. That was his. That was his... <laughs> no, but that, that's the amputees. Okay, yeah. Okay, so sorry, we're Oh, sorry. That was me sending the message. <laughs> oh gosh, you didn't, didn't mind editing this, did you? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's so funny. Sure. What's Have the we got any question? more questions or are we okay, literally no, waiting no, for this? No, 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 I'll find something else. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. So in other news, moving on. We are still the, waiting for Jason to tell us about it. We are still it. waiting for Jason. Yeah, okay, at this okay. Point, let's yes. just let's just make that okay, okay. Yeah, so we know. Yeah, so still waiting for Jason. Um, yeah, but in other news, uh, the match day vlogs are making a return this Saturday. Now, you're thinking to yourself, there's no Watford game this Saturday. So I'm actually attending Finland versus Germany at uh, MK Dons as for the Women's Euros. And I thought, what a great opportunity to... Let's try this women's football out. We've spoken to Helen Ward in the past. She was excellent. She, she told us how fantastic it was. I've never really been to a women's game okay and there's a lot of stuff on social media about comparing it and stuff like that I don't want to compare the game what I want to compare is the atmosphere and just the whole sort of day that I would normally have at a man's at, at the normal football I've had a message from Jason right we'll this is what, no 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 come on I'll, I'll put me up in misery we'll come right. we'll come back to this very very important okay Finland versus Germany so I'm just going to play this live okay right so okay just bear with me um, okay and action. I'm starting to think there's some kind of wind-up. No, I don't remember opera singers before a game either. Right, you lot are all going to look very, very silly. You lot are all going to look very... Why would I make this up? Why would I think, oh, I know, I'm going to... Thank you some... so much for that, Jason. That's that's um, helped us out uh, massively. It's not a wind-up. Uh, Justin's having a moment. It's not that's helping it. anybody out. All it's going to do is make you look silly when people go, oh, I remember this. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> now... Now we've put that to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you oh, all. Sorry. 
sorry. Finland versus Germany was yeah, interrupted Finland momentarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not comparing the, I'm not comparing the, the football at all because I'd like to treat them as two different, not sports, but two, just two different things altogether. But what I do want to compare is the atmosphere and the whole vibe of it. So I'm going to do a match day vlog at Finland versus Germany at MK Dons. The following Saturday is the first match day vlog pre-season friendly uh, over at Willstone against Southampton. So we'll uh, we'll do a little bit involving uh, the club Wheelstone being a non-league club, a little bit how they run and so forth. For anybody that's not been over there, great little club just up the road from me. But yeah, so uh, that's it. That's it from me, really. Okay. And um, my friend Ian's a Wheelstone fan. He'll probably be there. So I'll let him know to come over and annoy you now. Yes, after all please this do. Shenanigans. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And there might be an opera that no, there won't be. Right, Peter, what's your what's your news? Oh, well, first of all, I was going to agree with not comparing the male and the female game because I don't think I don't think either improves by comparison to the other. A lot of people, when the previous World Cup said, "Ah, oh, there's no diving and there's no swearing and there's no," yeah, fine, okay, there isn't. You don't like women's football watching women's football because of what it's not. What you should do is appreciate what it is. What it is. Which is, it's, yes, it's a slower tempo. Yes, there's less physicality. That means there has to be more build-up play because they can't just welly it 80 yards into the box and then jump. You know, uh, it's it it can be, you know, and I, I have watched a number of, uh, uh, of women's football and have thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't I don't understand the people who turn around and go, it's rubbish, don't watch it. No, okay, no, if you I think agree. it's rubbish, if you think it's rubbish, don't watch it. But don't then again, yeah. you don't have to share that that's what you think necessarily. There's enough people who've gone along and, and enjoyed it. And last season was a very hard season for, uh, for, for for the women's team, but they still had some bloody glorious moments, genuinely. So, no, I hope I hope you uh, go and enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, speaking of which, one of the, the squad members in the new Do Not Scratch Your Eyes squad numbers, of which have be, become, <laughs> the squad's become bigger and more attention to it this week which is lovely uh one is helen ward number 10 because you know let's face it we're not above pulling in a few ringers you know maduka akoya number one just saying um obviously the the only thing that we can possibly say bad about helen ward is chocolate brownies not yet forthcoming just yeah. as a reminder yeah mm. yeah um, mm. but loads mm. of people getting involved with it the idea of the squad numbers is you know it's just a little thank you for anybody who gets involved either by social media um you know anybody who might be watching you know the match day vlog whoever if you've got a number and you'd like to get in on the on the squad page let us know what number you would like let us know why you might like that number and, and something kind of uh, silly we've had loads of people on there including chris stark including dougie brimson 633 squad run see what we did there very good it's quite good yeah yeah and and of course um you know roy moore 1881 squad number it, this stuff you know i'm very mind we've got squad numbers going up to just uh, just below 2000 i think we can accommodate a few more if you want some do let us know get in get in on that um and also we've had a lot of nice feedback thank you very much on the the icon gallery so we're just getting some uh doing doing some artwork pieces of uh iconic players moments goals games or indeed as we asked the up uh, there this week what moment would you like and we put out the most popular one and well done everybody well done the iconic moment that was put out was miguel britos knee high no yeah yeah knee high challenge 
into into Knockhart. It was a thing of beauty, and it's now up there, immortalised for all. Do let us know if there are any other players, moments, games, or whatever that you want to be included and watch this space for more. I, I have a moment I'd like to be included. Ooh. If um, it involves an opera singer. It does, actually. So when at least three people say, yes, that happened... And it's yeah. and, and this will happen. You will get at least three people going. Oh, I remember the opera singer. Then we need an opera singer in the. Oh, they've got to draw an opera singer. Oh, yeah, okay. but it's got right. to look like the guy that it actually was. We need a picture. We need a picture though. We need something to to base this on. We I'll do fi- need I'll photographic find proof. One. Photographic I'll proof. I'm I'll sorry. I'll find one. I'll find one. Don't worry. And <clears> I tell you what, if you can find one. I will do that, and we'll lop an arm off, or a foot, or a leg. Or oh That's yes, I see what you did there. But that that did happen as well. You're going to look very silly, honestly. I, I'm we need no help with this. Normally, no. normally I'd be doubting myself, going, "Am I right?" But I'm I'm right on this one, so I'm backing myself for a change. Normally, I go, "No, you're probably right," and I'd leave it there. But not on this occasion. Amputees with uh, crutches kicking the ball around and an opera singer pre-match. Thank you very much. That's brilliant. It's true. It's, it's fucking true. I'm telling you. <laughs> Love it. On another note, on another note, and I just thought I'd I'd, I'd say this was um, we all last season and uh, earlier on, one of the questions was, you know, what can we do to to get behind the team and get behind the club and celebrate the club? We absolutely rinsed the club for crap communications last last season because it wasn't good, but it was quite funny. So we quite enjoyed that. But in fairness, since then and since the secret meeting that's been mentioned earlier on, Andrew French has come into the Watford Observer. We had those interviews with with Andrew, which were amazing. The quality of of the communication coming through the Watford Observer has been amazing. Since then, we've also had interviews, obviously, initially with Rob Edwards, which went out via From the Rookery End and also WDAT, which was great because there was multiple ways of of seeing everything. We have had an interview with Maduka Akoya. I hope you listen to it. I hope you I hope you think we didn't do too bad a job. You know, I mean, Carl came in and said, yep, stop asking about youth development in West Germany at one point, which was fair enough. <laughs> but you've also had, you've also had WD18 have had one with uh, with Hassan Kamara. The guys at Voices from the Vic have had an interview with Cavaselli. So it, th- there seems to be a push from the club to try and improve communications, um, you know, and hopefully involve more of these sort of channels. It'd be really good to get your feedback on it. If you like it, if you don't like it, let us know as well. You know, that, that would be good. And then yesterday, you know, genuinely, I mean, I messaged the guys and said, you know, from the Rookery End interview with Troy Deeney was superb. It was absolutely superb. Please, I'm sure you probably listened to it already. If you haven't, go over and give it a listen because it was it was really revelatory. It told you more about what happened in his time at the club, probably than he well, I would suggest more than his his recent book did. Um, and in terms of reasons why things were possibly not as you might have uh, expected them after the FA Cup final. So go and go and give that a listen as well. Hopefully all of this stuff is uh, is Im- improving your, your, your pre-season just a little bit. I think you're right yeah. about the communications because, you know, last season and the, the last few seasons has mainly been about keep all the communication in-house, opening up the dialogue to other people who will come at things from a different angle or have different questions or like us put the questions out to the listeners is only going to be more beneficial and give a wider range of topics discussed I would think so well done to the club for being 
as good as their word and um, giving you know access to first team players. Can't wait to see who we get next. Actually, could be quite interesting. And I also I liked Andrew's point where we asked him about this, and he said, "Well, you know, they're not trying to do it badly. You know, they'll be doing, but you won't remember the good stuff they do. You'll remember the bad stuff they do." And I felt yeah. guilty about that for at least two and a half seconds thereafter. But no, <laughs> since since since. Fair play, fair play. You know, at least that's moving in the right direction. Sign, you know, sign a couple of forwards, sign a couple of midfielders. We're cooking. Lovely. Well, that that feels like a nice place to end it, doesn't it? It does. It does, actually. Although, like I say, once this goes out, I'm looking forward to seeing some replies. He's not letting go. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) We've absolutely gripped him here. I am not. You've you've been told by an amputee himself. No. There was no No. amputees there. No, there was. I was sitting down at the rookery end at the time. That's why I used to sit at the rookery end. This happened. This this happened. It happened. You and you will see. You will see the slew of replies <laughs> you that we get. See and you, you will regret your... <laughs> Can I can I can I just say if you are the opera singer or indeed one of the amputees playing football, do get in touch. We'd love to interview you. Uh probably alongside Lawrence Bassini. So the bar is low, but you know what the heck. <laughs> I want to talk to Lawrence Bassini. Well, we wouldn't I get do. much in. It would be him talking no, no, no. and us going. This is the Lawrence. Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And tonight we're with Lawrence Bassini. That's it. You turn your mics off, us. take your headphones yeah. off. <laughs> Let him know what he's saying. Say thanks for that, Lawrence. Okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it there then. Coming up, we will be talking to Benjamin Bloom on the 25th of July. That's when we're recording our podcast with him. Yeah. Benjamin's the kind of the YouTube guru of uh, the championship. So going to be seeing a lot more of him going forward this season. Um, Thank you very much for listening once again. Always lovely to have your company. Please, everybody, I'm begging you uh, as a friend and a listener, if you remember watching an opera singer sing pre-match, I'm thinking 2002-ish, maybe to 2004, um, uh, that, that'd be my non-league day, so I probably didn't see as much then. So you, oh, you, so you now you're getting out of it. Hang on, no, no. What's your Stafford excuse? Then. Oh, so, oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Here's the excuses. Oh no, I wasn't there. Oh, I see. Right, okay. If <laughs> it's Jason standing up and saying no, didn't I? Yeah, all. Jason was there. Jason's wrong. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we will we will sort this out one way or another. Uh, thank you very much for listening once again. We'll be back very, very soon. We'll probably do a space before the season kicks off as well, just to yep. catch up with you guys. And by that point, we'll have a brand new squad that we're all very excited about. And there'll be no squabbles about Pasetto and everything will be happy. That'll be great, wouldn't it? Fantastic. Right, so oh, until wait. next time, see you later on. You owns. You owns. You owns. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.